Welcome back to another episode of Andrew Says, a very special couple of guests today, the ones that love me the most, Lewis Brackpool and Avi Mini. How are you guys? Where are you guys? Very well. Absolutely love you, brother. <laughs> we're in, um, we're, in La, in, in, we're, we're, we're an hour from Davos. Mm. In La Punta. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. It sounds very Hispanic. Now, I want to get right into it with you guys. Avi, this, these videos of you walking up to officials, they're going really viral. viral. Um, are, they, are these government officials taken off guard? Are they expecting to be interviewed like this? Because, like, I don't think before this year people really showed up to the World Economic Forum in this way. Are they easily approachable? Or are they caught off guard? We've seen a bit of it. How does it feel to you? Oh, the, the best thing about um, the WEF at the moment, the only good thing is that they all wear their names on their chest <laughs> and and um, and their class. It's all color-coded. So if somebody's important and they got like a white um, with blue name tag and then it says who they are and where they're from and you just um, – all you got to do is Google it or have somebody Google it. And and then you quickly realize who, who you've got so you can – yeah, and they're not ready at all. They're taken totally off guard. Although today I think the word has gotten around because I think yeah. when we were standing there, um, yeah. as they walked past us, they would cover their um, their, their IDs, which was slightly offensive as a person of color. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Avi, this video that we saw today, I think – our time is you asking this Indian minister questions on the street. And he basically says that Klaus Schwab, I think I have the quote here somewhere. He rules the capitalists of the world. Do you think that guy knew what he was saying? Like, that's pretty huge for him to just say that. Oh, he, he didn't even have a problem with you quoting back to him that he said Klaus Schwab rules the capitalists of the world. Yeah. He said, no, I've known him for longer. Don't you realize that? How you doing, sir? How you doing? I'm doing well. Why, why are you here in the WEF? Why am I here? It's a great place to meet people, to uh, tell them about what's happening in India, to transact business, and do a host of other things. Listen, there's so many Indian states here. Why are they competing on this one street? They're not competing. <laughs> They're showing you the diversity of India. They're showing you what different states can do. I can almost believe you're a politician. I'm the minister. So, <laughs> so now that's why uh, I support all of them. Do you think we should change it from World Economic Forum to maybe Indian Economic Forum? There's no, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. I've been associated with the organization since it was called the European Management Forum. So I told Mr. Klaus Schwab then, if you have to woo the capitalists of the world, go beyond the European ones. Go and get the Americans also and get the other. So it's, I'm very happy they're doing well. So but you're India's the reason why Klaus Schwab is ruling the world? I'm not the reason. I'm just somebody who's been interacting with him since the 80s. But you have fun, my friend. <laughs> I think, to be fair, I misheard him. I think he may have said woo. I got corrected on Twitter. He may have said woo and I couldn't understand his accent. But when I said back to him rule, he just went with it and he... Which, which is almost the same thing, I, I guess, if you break down what he's saying. They think it's normal. They're so, they live in their own little safe space, little bubble where they think it's a compliment when you say they rule the world. <laughs> like they a do. true James Bond villain. A nice quote from the old Bond villain himself, Klaus Schwab. We must build a world that works for progress, people and the planet. But you remember the, the quote, you'll own nothing and be happy. You'll own nothing. They'll be all right. So 
Hanwha as well. I've not heard of Hanwha, I'll be honest with you. It says sustainable solutions for Earth for life. Of course, something to do with climate change. Absolutely obsessed with it. <laughs> Bringing planet and profit together. This is economics. It's just, it's almost sickly. <laughs> That's a lot of uh, CO2 emissions, eh? Quite clearly they care. Taxi on idle? Of course it is. Value-added creation and collaboration for sustainable development, of course, because we all know about Agenda 2030. It's funny, because all this talk about climate change and wanting to reduce <laughs> to net zero, and look at this, we've got Mercedes-Benz, we've got, well, military vehicles once again coming by as well. Hello, he looks happy, obviously. He's getting paid well, and we just nearly got hit by one of these Mercedes. Lots of parked cars as well just stationed all around. Can you see all this? All around. Of course they care so much for the environment. Of course they do. I mean, that's not good for the environment. So, you know, his social credit score system will go down. Lewis, I watched your video where you're, first of all, I think so in your element there, walking around using British humor on everything that you see in the streets. But you walking around pointing out the signs, the, the military vehicles and all the cars, it kind of reminds me like it, it seems like it's at a carnival or something. They're promoting quotes from their leader and then some weird dystopian level. They, they Like Avi says, they think it's okay. They think it's normal. What's your feel on the ground there? And I've heard Avi say like it looks like a pop-up shop for, for elites. Mm. What's your feel on the ground there being just inundated with contradictory messages? The environment must be saved. Here's your 1950s military truck. Yeah, I mean... I'm glad I'm back at the hotel, if I'm totally honest. It's, uh, it's nauseating because it's just all this corporate strip. The way I explain it is imagine you go away with uh, your, your good friends. Like you say, go, go on a lad's holiday, right? And you go to the main strip, all the bars and all the clubs and all of that. Um, imagine that, but it's for the world leaders and it's not bars and clubs. It's just pop-up corporations that are all circle jerking each other, essentially. <laughs> And uh, it's it's just intense. It's nauseating. It's dystopian. Um, I think you obviously saw the clip where uh, the guy, the the events manager for Intel, uh, basically ran off after I started to ask about censorship uh, on the internet. And <laughs> and then you pan round and you see I don't know who she was, but she was getting photos in front of like a a billboard with the World Economic Forum and Intel just promoting it. So it's just this strange, nauseating, sort of celebrity-like culture, but uh, with global leaders and entertainers from around the world gathering together and just, um, yeah, just complimenting each other. Now, when you... Intel, the technology the world builds on, and you can see the World Economic Forum right here. Right here. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I am great, thank you. You're for Intel? I work for Intel. I'm the event manager. Interesting, okay. Can you ask me first what... So I'm with Rebel News. Uh, we're going around, we're doing a tour and showing people what this looks like, basically, okay. from back at home. Uh, it's interesting with Intel um, because there's a lot of talk about... We're not recording, right? We are, yes. Um, so there's a lot of things about Intel with um, censorship and things like that. Can you give me one second? Yeah, sure. Okay. What do you need? I, I think I get one colleague. Okay, yeah, sure, if you like. 
And it's almost like a, a celebrity styled thing where you've got cameras and people obviously posing between different billboards and promoting various companies. The guys run off. You guys are on the ground there. Are there any government officials asking you questions? Any police? Do you want to shed any light on that incident that was going around about Jack Posobiec being detained? Have you seen anybody else be detained? What's the general reception there for journalists? We're, we're about to put out something special tonight, which kind of clarifies and sets the record straight. To be fair, the police have been pretty nice to us. And they've been yeah. joking around. They've been uh, like, we've had some great interactions with them. Besides, for one interaction with Savannah, which is going to be part of this package tonight, which clarifies and 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 sets the record straight in on all of that, um, including some, um, I guess, uh, accidental footage we caught when we were driving of a yeah. conversation with police. So, um, watch this space and. We'll get to that. I don't, we haven't been questioned, and I've been in their face. To be fair, I think I've just been taught, like, just I've been interviewed one around. of them, and they were joking around with yeah. me. So I think um, uh, we've had it lucky. I don't know if Jack, because he was on the WEF um, hit list, maybe yeah. they targeted him, but we, we didn't see what happened first. We don't know the reason. All we know is what Jack said. Um, he was and 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 that he was detained for about half an hour and let go, and nothing further. So, um, I don't, I don't know. I can't speak to what what set that off. All I can tell you is our experience has been, aside from what happened with Savannah today, in response to that, um, has been generally pretty good. In fact, there's a, there's that Aussie that won't oh, yeah. be that won't be in the package, but there no, was an well. Aussie guard. Uh, an Aussie policeman at the checkpoint for a couple of days in a row who's just leaned up against the car and get out, mate, how you going? So <laughs> Talking about didgeridoos, you know. <laughs> yeah, wow, it was wow. pretty good until today, I guess. After what happened with Jack, they photographed our passports and that. And yeah, that's, and that's all going to be in the, in, in the package tonight. Mm -hmm. So watch your space. All right. So through the magic of television, we will insert that video right now. Talk to me about what I lied about. No, I can't talk about this. I just tell you the truth. Huh? Well, what's the truth? I would love to correct the record. You know a family member. We can give you information about that. But what was the lie? Tell me the lie so I can correct the record. It was just a control. Aviamini with Savannah Hernandez here in Davos. for the Davos? We're in Davos, Switzerland. <laughs> but today's video, what we're doing is we're here to set the record straight about the entire story, but also because today there have been some interesting fact checks from the mainstream media mm -hmm. and we have the lowdown. Savannah, yes. tell me, let's start from the beginning. What happened two days ago? So I was told that, or I saw on Twitter that Jack Pusovic was being detained by the Swiss police. And when I walked up, uh, I saw the scene. He was being surrounded. And I went up and I asked them myself because as a journalist, I wanted to get the facts directly from the police. I would like to know why this journalist is being detained on public property. We're not, we're, what, what's detained? Uh, can you explain? How come he's being surrounded right now? Is he uh -huh. allowed to leave the area? We're, we're just um, making a normal police control. I spoke to Pusovic as well, and he was pointing out the patches on the police's arm that said World Economic Forum Police, and then that entire story, you know, many people started questioning what that meant. 
So today when we were driving in, as we do every day here, um, we had our 360 dash cam going basically to record the entire trip. And we actually captured on camera, speaking to the police, asking him about that patch. Can I ask you something? You know the police in there that have the WEF patch? Yeah. Are they, is, are they actually WEF police or is it just, um, is it just that they're police that are wearing a patch? No, it's just police. Ah, so what's that patch? Just for fun? Yeah, to be honest, yeah. I have this patch as well. Oh, do you? Yeah. Why are you not wearing it? Uh, because I don't have to. Ah, so, so whoever wants to wear it can wear it? Sorry? So whoever wants to wear it can wear it? Not really, there are some who have that, to. Oh, you have yeah. to. So weird, because the media today put said that it's not real, that it's just. Yeah, I know I've, I've seen that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. It's why are they playing dress ups? I want to know that. Sorry. Uh, why are they playing dress ups for the WEF? Yeah, from uh, police uh, tactics, and so I'm not allowed to tell you. Oh, you're not. Okay. Okay. Uh, Miss Hernandez. Yeah. Here you go. Here you go. If you don't wear your WEF patch, can I have it? No, I had to no. buy it. Oh, yeah, what? Oh, Klaus Schwab yeah. didn't pay for it? You had to pay for it? Yeah. What? Like a... From their pay. It's like a uniform. You know, it's, it's not an officially uniform for us. Oh, okay. So, but uh, some people... Alright, you're so confusing. It's like a... Souvenir? Oh, oh like, you, like annual. But you said like some yeah, of them yeah. have to wear it, and they have to wear a souvenir, and they have to pay for it. No, we had. You no, you had to pay for it. Yeah, I, I don't. You, because Klaus Schwab doesn't have enough money. <laughs> I will talk to him for you. Yeah, talk to him. <laughs> Thank you. See you, brother. Bye -bye. Bye. My experience since being here, police have been super friendly, super nice. Do you have a message for Australia? <laughs> for Australia, well, the beautiful country and uh, enjoy Davos. <laughs> Keep this place safe. I think there's many uh, criminals around. The police so far have been very friendly. I actually, except for this one, um, I guess, uh, interaction I had earlier today, I was walking past and this plainclothed police officer said, Savannah, you're famous here in Switzerland. And I said, oh, how do you know me? And he said, you lied. You said somebody was arrested. Please let me correct the record. What did I lie about? I don't say you lie. I said, so you say you're famous, and I say hello. I never said anybody was arrested. I said that they were detained, which is completely different. Can you talk to me about what I lied about no, so I can erect the rest of I just tell you. And, and that's the issue, is that these fact checks don't even bring in the alternate angle of why Americans, or why the world especially, was so upset about these patches initially. That's important as well, because when you don't have that context, it just makes everyone look crazy. Like we're just creating conspiracy theory out of nothing for no reason. But there is context, there's both sides there's multiple angles to every single story including this one and that's what we're here to do we're here to present the entire stories definitely go to wefreports.com to keep up with all of our reporting because again so much is happening avi and you know there's six of us here and we've covered as much as we could including this so thank you guys so much for watching <laughs> lewis i want to get your maybe more existentially from you um how do you think that they move forward with this? And I mean the WEF. Obviously, they see how much attention's been on them in the last year. Do you think they continuously move forward with this plan and they don't care about anything? They don't care about the coverage or the criticism? Or do you think that this now may have become this like facade? Hey, we know everybody's got eyes on this. Let's plan somewhere else or something somewhere else. What do you, have you thought about that? Well, 
this year, uh, well, this year's summit is all about regaining trust. Now, you've got a question, <laughs> why do they need to regain trust? <laughs> so that's the main reason. So if you, if you break that down, you realize that actually a lot of people don't trust these people um, and they don't want this dystopian future that they keep uh, accelerating towards. Um, so it's hard to say whether this is going to carry on the way it is, but let me tell you something, if they do another summit, there's going to be, I think, I reckon more independent journalists are going to be turning up because a lot more people are starting to wake up to all this nonsense, especially um, with stuff like The Great Reset and everything that entails from that and, you know, Klaus Schwab's book and everything that he writes in that. Um, so this acceleration, I don't know if, personally, I think it's not going to last for much longer. Um, because of the theme from this year, because it's all about regaining trust, and you've just got to question that. Lewis, your documentary or series, The Great Reset, is doing very well. I'd like to congratulate you on that. Do you think Thanks. this is the perfect time to be talking about this stuff and the, the perfect time to be trying to tell people what this is all about and how it seems to me like their governments are being manipulated by giant multinational corporations who want them to, the government to benefit them in some way? Oh, yeah. And the timing on releasing the, the documentary has been absolutely perfect. I mean, the day before I flew out here and then started reporting. So I've been getting brilliant comments about it. I've not seen any bad reviews, which is really good. Um, so, yeah. And thank you um, for, for that. It's over at exposethereset.com. Uh, so anyone who hasn't seen that can, uh, can follow the link there and, and watch the first episode. Um, but we're, we've got lots planned. There's still many more episodes to come. Uh, because there is so much information to sort of squeeze into video format that you, we just need to separate it between episodes. But um, yeah, I'm excited. It's well, I say excited. It's it's a horrible subject and it's very blackpilling. But um, yeah, we'll see where it goes, and hopefully, more people will wake up. Avi, I think people would want me to ask you about Australia in relation to the WHO right now. What can you tell us about what's going on in Australia? Because the time zone, differ time zone difference, it's very hard for people to, to keep on top of things in the Western Hemisphere. What's going on with this WHO and Australia agreeing to some sort of you know deal where the WHO has power if there's any sort of pandemic? Can you shed light on that? I, I don't actually know at the moment because Australia is just, uh, well, there's a new government that's uh, been sworn in in the last couple of days. Um, a left-wing Labor government has just won the election and they're still, I think, they're still uh, counting the preferences for some of the Senate seats to see where this balance of power really sits. So we don't know. And I do fear that um, this WHO pandemic treaty is something that the Australian government will rush to sign up to. <laughs> A Labor government, it's the same, it, you know, it's the Labor government that locked down Victorians. It's the Labor government that locked down Western Australians. I think uh, Australia is a scary thought at the moment, and um, we'll just have to watch that space. Just a couple more questions before I let you guys go. WEFreports.com. One of the bigger statements that people listened to in the last couple of days was somebody saying that they want to recalibrate free speech. What do you guys, what do you, each of you think that means? 
Well, that we are finding ourselves in a place um, where we're, we have increasing polarization everywhere and everything feels binary when it doesn't need to be. So I think we're going to have to think about a recalibration of a whole range of human rights that are playing out online, you know, from freedom of speech to the freedom to, you know, to be free from on online violence or the uh, right of data protection to the right to child dignity. That's the Australian e-safety commissioner. There you go. Um, and yeah, so what does that mean? That means they want to impose censorship on anything that doesn't suit the official Australian government narrative. And that is a bloody scary thought, especially now that there is a left wing Labor government as bad as the last government was and as bad as the uh, ideas that the, that the uh, previous government was bringing forward with in the in the censorship space, in the online space. This is horrific. To hear a government official, especially from my country, publicly on a platform at the World Economic Forum, so such an international platform, just openly call for a ministry of truth with the backing of some sort of of the sort of government that they have in Australia. Um, I hope it's rejected far and wide, and we'll certainly make a lot of noise about it because. Um, at the end of the day, we're at the top of their list. And I feel bad for Avi when he when he gets home, really, to that government. Um, but uh, it's not just happening in Australia; it's happening throughout the West. You know, as you know, the UK is is just um, shot to bits in terms of free speech. So it wouldn't surprise me if something like that was was heading over here in the UK. We've kind of already there with the uh, the online safety bill that will be coming out. Uh, pretty soon. I haven't read an update on it, but um, it basically sounds like a similar thing. Um, I don't know. It's a scary time. It's a scary time for free speech, I think. Um, and it's, I don't know when it happened, but how come more free speech is now considered a threat to democracy? <laughs> I don't know. When did that happen? Um, so, you know, there's a lot of questions to be asked, and I'm sure um, not only Avi, but myself and many others are going to be speaking out about uh, this sort of thing when um, when it comes around. 2016 is when I think that happened, Lewis. Last uh, <laughs> yeah. last bit for you guys. What are you guys eating there? Everybody wants to know. <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> Pizza for breakfast. So it's actually an interesting fact. Is where we are now is um, we're, we're in a section that's kind of between two borders of the two, of Italy, and then at the top, I think is is Austria. So all the food here that's edible is is Italian. And then when you go down to Davos, then there's um, some German kind of food mm. that's that's Pastries. decent. Um, yeah. We've been, I'm fat. Okay. <laughs> all right, last question. My most important question, how are you guys understanding each other? You've got two <laughs> British people, two Aussies, an American from the South, and then an American from somewhere else. Americans. Yeah, we're literally yeah. just hating we're on the, the and Rukshan. We're hating on Rukshan, but <laughs> oh, especially the Americans. He's been bullying Rukshan all trip. <laughs> but I do that. I do that on camera, so it's the same. So what the American camera Amer is what you get in real life. So the um, Americans can't understand you guys. Is that what I'm hearing? We just um, say a lot of slang. No one just, understands the Americans. They just, make no sense. Just repeat them, yeah. and then obviously, you know, I've I've made a prisoner joke just yet. That's what Lewis does. He just repeats back to you what you said in this accent. This in is this what ev accent. this is what every Canadian sounds like to Lewis. Like it's to absolutely Lewis. bizarre. It is bizarre indeed. Oh, bizarre indeed. Yeah. 
Yeah, bizarre. All right, I appreciate you both. WEFreports.com. Any final words from you guys? Thank you for having thanks. us on. And thanks for all the support out there. We, we're really feeling it up here. It's been long, tiresome days. Um, we don't even want to talk about the drives that we've been doing. <laughs> we just found out that there is actually a train to take. Anyways, don't get us started. It's been great. <laughs> and thank you for all the support. Thank you. And um, we'll keep going. All right. We love you guys. Take it easy. Be safe. Don't touch Klaus. He explodes if you do. <laughs> Uh, maybe we'll cut that out. See you guys later. <laughs> Plus.com is $8 a month, even cheaper. You get two months off if you subscribe for an entire year. You get Ezra's show, Sheila's show, my show, Misunderstood show. And thank you for watching. Go behind the paywall for exclusive segments. See you guys there.